Open your ears and lower your expectations. There's a new podcast sweeping a very small portion of the nation. Listen now, listen fast, because this episode may be their last. He's Sean, he's Chris, you should listen to this. It's an hour you'll never get back. On SoundCloud, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Honorado and Sean Bagnardi. Sean, I think the best way to start the revival of this podcast is, I, you know, our dear friend Kate Welshofer is no longer with us. Maybe a, a moment of silence for Kate. Um, She's not dead. What do you mean, Kate? I, when was the last time you? When was the last time you saw her? So she's dead to you. Well, I haven't seen her in how long? You're gonna. We've been gone for over two years. Yeah. And you're gonna start the show with Kate is no longer with us. Correct. <laughs> okay, I like it. Is she or is she not? She she no longer lives uh, as close to us as she used to. <laughs> I thought it deserved a moment of silence. I thought no. that would have been nice for her. I think. I mean, we're not on the radio, but I think they say in radio, like, the worst thing is just dead air. Yeah. Silence is dead air. Right. Maybe so we should work. Avoid. Yeah. All right. Kate's in Buffalo now. The okay. song lives on. The podcast is back. There have been a lot of changes. There have been a lot of changes. This is the first change. It's new. Yep. We're on camera here. Right. So yep. not only can you listen to this crap, you can watch it too. <laughs> you could watch the two idiots sitting in your apartment. Yeah, that's a change uh, since the last podcast. Horribly backlit. Horrible. And uh, and in front of a Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Nine and a half feet. Drag that sucker that's in That's real. That's a real tree. Yeah. Have you ever had a, a fake tree? You always go real tree. We, when I was very young in, uh, you know, in the family house, we had a real tree. And then we switched and it was decades of artificial yeah. this is my first real tree in a long oh, okay. time yeah there long go. time good i'm a fake tree uh, all the way through and through and it, have it goes you, up sooner it comes down later there's no cleanup it's just a lot easier and have you you have it up you yeah. put you put one up when yep. you go right after thanksgiving yes yep good. i like to put it up right after thanksgiving and for me it stays up at least till the middle of january the middle yeah i like to enjoy it go like end of the first week usually in so january it's still pretty good yeah i like to really enjoy it so why are we doing a podcast again what why subject the people to more pain and misery a pretzel you're gonna eat the pretzel <laughs> you know what yeah. you're wrong you eating a pretzel through a microphone is worse than silence <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's worse. All right. Well, I'm, I'm eating this in dedication to Kate. Um, all right. So what did, was your question? Did, 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 we, we, did we have a good idea about? No. What it was was the, uh, the 20, 20 reasons why. No, that was that's 13 Reasons Why. It's a Netflix show, isn't it? That's what it, it is. Yeah. No, right. This was a 20 reasons, 20 things about you. Right. 20 things you don't know about me is how it's tagged. Why don't, Chris, you, why don't you just explain Christy, it? Christy, who's, who's been on the podcast. Bartoletti. Uh, yep. She decided to subject herself to wasting an hour, which ends up being more than an hour, really, a lot of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did a 20 Things You Don't Know About Me. It's a, it's a feature Christy started a, a while ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly successful. And as you would imagine, I was far, 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 far down the totem pole in terms of, you know, people even caring but still above some others about me yes yeah, surprisingly very surprisingly but i had a lot of fun doing it so thanks to christy and uh, and i'm sure we'll get her on the podcast again sure how long did it take you to come up it's with those? not easy no i was thinking that. here's what i shouldn't say. it's not difficult to come up with the things mm. you come up with like 30 of them and then you got to pick and choose it's finding the pictures i'm so bad about keeping pictures that i had to like then go back and ask friends like hey do you have a picture of us in front of mount rushmore yeah send it to me you got a picture of me dressed up like the tin man yep i'll send like i I didn't have any of that stuff so i had to go get it from friends and family yeah young chris was young chris yeah yeah interesting there are a couple pictures in there when i was really young a third grade picture and a picture from when i was only probably like three yeah now so this has been I, i i pulled up the podcast here it has been since July of 2016, that was the last 
podcast we had Pastor Nick Smith on. So it has been well over two years. Wow. We're pushing two and a half years, yeah. just about. We both still work at News Channel 13. <laughs> yeah. How about um, that? We don't uh, need to get into like all the things that have happened since. Oh. Yeah. No, I, thought that's we fine. Were, I thought we were doing a rundown of what we missed. Like a catch you up type of thing? Yeah, no. No, okay. but what's interesting is that the world landscape has really changed a lot. Boy. I went back when you, when we talked about bringing back the podcast, I went back and listened to just a couple parts of a few of them to see how bad it really was. Yeah. And a lot of that discussion is around the campaign, as you would expect. Sure. Yeah. And it's just so interesting to think about where we were then and how things looked and, and what ended up happening, of course, with President Trump getting elected. It, it was just that whole campaign with all the Republicans he was up against. and, and Right, they'd run like nine people out there on the stage, <laughs> those, and you'd look at Trump and be like, well, it's not, that's right. not going to happen. The insane debates. Yeah. But it was funny, because as you listen, and I, did, I, did, I only listened to parts of a couple, but spread out, and it's like, as it went on, it was like, well... Maybe there's a little chance, know, and right. then a little bit more was like, you know, maybe he could he could probably win the nomination. I think not going to win the election, but he could. It looks like he could win the nomination. And then of course, here we are. Here we are. Now the White House has yet to shut down the podcast, <clears throat> so we're still up and running on that. Yeah, you can't you can't shut us down forever, right? Just two years, at <laughs> years a <time. laughs> at a time. So what what's going on? What's going on in the world? We normally would talk about some news at the top, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, would. you know what we would do? We would set the stage. This is how it went. We would sort of talk about what we have coming up. We have a guest on this episode. There we go. Brian Cody. Yeah. From WGNA. If you live in the Capital Region, he's uh, part of Brian and Chrissy in the Morning on GNA. Uh, number one drive, morning drive show in our area. Uh, and he's a man of many worlds. So he's going to hit a bunch of different topics with us. It'll be fun. That's a good get. This chair right here, like he might magically appear. Oh, yeah. At some point during this podcast. Yeah. And you'll be over there more. I might just shift a little bit because otherwise it's cramped. It'd be a little tight. Yeah. 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 All right. So then we would would tease what we have. We'd normally do a little news and a little story time. Okay. So you got a little news? Have a guest. And then um, what you reading, watching, listening to? Christmas is Tuesday. Yep. Are you ready? No. I've never been less prepared for Christmas than I am this year. Really? Yeah. Ever. Ever. I mean, mm. I, I had zero ideas for gifts this year. Zero. Both things I got from my parents last year were returned. One was a, <laughs> a, one, one was a Roomba. Got them a Roomba. Yeah. They're not the youngest anymore. I figured sure. this would be great. Just run through the house when they're not there or whatever, and it cleans the floors. But? Perfect. They hated it. Why? Because they're not the youngest to, anymore. My dad has nothing to do, and he cleaning is something he can do now. So he <laughs> vacuums and sweeps a lot. Uh, they also struggled to program it. It would wake them up at night. <laughs> it would bump into walls, come into their room at like 2 in the morning, vacuuming. It wasn't programmed correctly. Sure. Uh, so that went back to Amazon. You, you couldn't help them out with that? They didn't ask. Okay. Um, I'm trying to leave a little bit of independence for them and sanity for me. What do you think about... And then I got my dad a nice coat, he, which he specifically asked for. Return something he asked for. Put it on and thought, nah. <laughs> so it got returned. Interesting. So I didn't have any... I, don't, I had no real good ideas for my brother and sister-in-law, my niece and nephew... Not now. It's it's bad. On the subject of the Roomba, yeah. How do you feel about robots in the house in general? I, I'm I'm clearly fine with it because I have an iPhone. Yeah, that listens to every word I say. <laughs> You're one of those. Well, okay. yeah, it knows. Like it 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 hears. Okay, it picks up on stuff. Sure. Interesting. You can ask me if I'm ready for the holidays. I, I'm looking around your apartment. You've been ready for a while. Yeah, no, we'll, we decorate now, wait very a well. If this shows up on video, is there anything behind us that should not be in plain sight? No. All right. No, I think we're it's okay. It's too dark back But there, we literally anyway. just had a delivery of things come in five minutes before we started recording this. And I don't even know what's in that large box there. That was. The, well, let's open it now. Get the box but over what if here. It's for me. She ordered it for me. Now, why, why would your girlfriend do that knowing you would lo- most likely be home at its arrival? Where's it from? I don't know. I'll go check. All right. 
Sean's going over to the box in case you're not watching this. He's, it's, it's, and it is a large box. Uh, he's going over to the box and he's going to check exactly where it's from, which will hopefully tell us who it's for. It's from Lexington, Kentucky. That doesn't help us. It's from Lexing Lexington, Kentucky. There's no sort of distinguishing it's mark on the box. No. All right. Well, I wouldn't open it then, I'm just in case. Right. Get, I, mean, I don't want to get in trouble. Right. I mean, okay. I can text her, but I don't want to get in trouble. That's not worth that. Okay. I just thought in the moment maybe it'd be nice to find out what's in the box that was delivered today. That's all. We'll see. Maybe by the end. <laughs> um, Perfect. But otherwise, Christmas, I, I'm... You feel like you did a good job this year uh, gift giving? Yeah. There's not like a... There's not like a blow you away gift though that I feel like I got for really anybody. Okay. Substance. You know? Yeah. All right. Good. You're comfortable. It's as we as we record this on a Friday. You're comfortable for Tuesday. You're not anxious in any way. You feel like you've done everything you you could have to to be prepared to make <clears throat> the people in your life happy. I feel like. Yes, by Tuesday I will be. I have just a couple minor things, but I'm the the lion's share is done. Yeah, I've got a little bit more to wrap and yeah. whatnot, but the the hard part is over. It's just that you know I like the giving part, Me and too. I like to I like to, I like to give good gifts. That's the thing, and, and I feel like I have good gifts, but not the great gift that I often try to bring. Okay, that's all. All right, you'll be fine as long as it's a very good gift. You'll be fine. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up with a lot of gift cards. That's not good. I mean, gift cards are good to a degree. Like, my brother, like, here's a gift card for a couple hundred dollars to go buy some clothes or whatever. Right. But. So you're know. nowhere near done? No, oh my God. You're no. not even. No. No. Hmm. And, and not even real ideas that I can quickly put into motion. All right. Well, what do you say? Let's get Brian in uh, here because yeah, this like is. We just kind of have to get back into it. Does yeah. Does that make sense? That'll happen with a good guest. All right. Well, thanks for having us into your home here. And, uh, and, and a good guest it'll be. When we revived the podcast, uh, I thought, boy, who would be better about out, uh, wasting an hour? And, <laughs> and the first name I thought of was Brian Cody. That's nice. You thought, waste time, yeah. first guy to come to mind. Well, you waste how many hours every morning? Every morning, four and a half hours, <laughs> yeah. which is, you know, do the math. Five, that's, that's right. 20, you know, 30 yeah. hours a week. We're just literally just uh, <laughs> <laughs> shooting the breeze, man. Brian Cody uh, with us here on an hour. You'll never get back. You hear him every morning on WGNA's Brian and Chrissy. Number one morning show in the Capital Region, by the way. We have been number, have the number one station, too. Are you number one across the board? Um, no, no, no. Not across the board. I mean, it depends. You know how they are with demographics sure, and ratings. Sure. You they can, can break make it. numbers say anything you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. Um, we've been fortunate, though, even though... Uh, we have been and hit some number one spots, um, and hopefully we'll we'll keep it rolling. Yeah, congrats on number one. <laughs> we were looking at. We said if he's number two, we can't come can't on the podcast. It. Well, that was a prerequisite. Right, it had to be a number one radio host. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, to get in. I uh, missed the hell out of this podcast. By the way, I'm glad it's back. You did, you haven't listened to one episode yet. <laughs> you did, I don't think you knew it existed. Yeah, but he sold that until I said, "Hey, do you want to come on our podcast?" <laughs> I I heard through the grapevine that. The 20 Things with Christy is what inspired the, oh, uh, the reprisal. Is. Let's plug that. Go to Christy Barletti's uh, Facebook page and you'll find it. That's a good 20 Things, by the way. It is. Very good. That's I told a good him. 20 Things. I told him that. Thanks. Because like, there are I a lot. I didn't want it to be sports related at all, and I think I accomplished that. You did. It was yeah. very interesting because you're kind of, you know, you are the kind of guy that you've lived a very interesting life, but yeah. you don't walk wow. into a room and say, hey, right. I was in Tin Man. Like, nobody would ever say that. Yeah, I've known you for. Almost seven years, and I'd say I probably only knew... You knew most of them, no? Maybe 11, 12. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you, was, you knew the belding thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. You've talked yeah. about that on the podcast. Have I? I wonder if we could go back and listen to all the podcasts, yeah. how many of the 20, <laughs> of the 20 we covered. Ooh, Somebody check it and them. tweet at us. <laughs> Talking about that wasting time. Yeah. <laughs> that seems incredibly tedious. Yeah, that's, that's a I lot. That that's has, a lot. I don't want that job. Uh, well, we wanted to have you on, I kid, about wasting an hour only partway because uh, you've, you've lived a long radio career already at your young age. So I'm curious about some of the stories that you have to share dealing with the public because even though you're in a studio and behind a microphone, 
people still know your voice. You're out doing public appearances. Yeah. You made a what was at the time a controversial move, I think, in a lot of ways. You were doing morning drive for Top 40 Station. Yeah. And then went over to GNA, which is a country station in the capital region. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have heard that there were some not no not so nice things said about you. Yeah, no, there was. I mean, that's a nice way. Of What's putting the it, worst to thing somebody tweeted at you? Oh my gosh, I don't. Whether any of the forms of social media like Facebook, we got obliterated. Like I was afraid to look, and then I and then I kind of became desensitized to it. But it was sort of like there's a couple reasons for why it happened. The first reason was that. The GNA listeners are very passionate. They're very loyal. And there was a host in Sean who had been there for almost two decades that they absolutely loved. So even though it was his decision to leave, some, and you know how people are. No, irrational? Well, they misinterpreted his departure for GNA, like firing him, which is not the case. And so it became like the snowball effect, like... We're the country music diehard, and you've been ruining this radio station for you know for years. This is just the next progression. So like, there's a fire already happening, and here I come walking in with a can of gasoline. With a can of gasoline, <laughs> as the guy from a top forty radio station, who the stigma was he hates country. Chrissy hates country. They make fun of it over on the other station. Sure. And that agenda was pushed by some other individuals who tried to make our welcome over to GNA even more. So was Well, there... wait, was that true, though? No, I, I don't hate any form. I love music. Look, he's got a camo hat. Yeah. Well, this is also... I bought this since I've been at GNA. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? To be fair, because I listened to you on Fly... You guys, you rip a little bit of everything. Everybody. That's just what you do, right? So yes. that's not, you know. It's a lot easier to joke about the pop stars like Ariana Grande and the Justin Biebers of the world, you know, and going back even further, Backstreet and Sync and all that yeah. stuff or whatever, yep. you know, that's just kind of their pop culture. But we did joke a little bit about Luke Bryan on the, uh, on Fly and that audio somehow resurfaced once we got started at GNA. Of course. And then those, it just it just fed right into this this frenzy, and so people were really, really mean. You've survived all that, yeah. But what is there one thing that you remember specifically? Um, yep, the one, and it was a Facebook comment. Was he's a cheater and she's gay? <laughs> Boy, <laughs> and that was like so it was scathing. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing I I absolutely remember. I'm like cheater, like who you don't know my. Personal right. life. Who yeah. the hell are you? Right. And yeah, Chrissy is openly gay. Yeah. So does that mean like so? If I even if I did make some indiscretions in my personal life, and even if Chrissy is gay, we're still here to do a job. Correct. Like it doesn't affect our work performance. Right. But they were just digging as deep as they possibly could. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to take you back to your top forty days because you can talk a little more openly about that now. Um, well, can I interject for just one second? Yeah, well, I got to ask. I got to ask a follow up on sure. this. And. You, you're both public figures, okay? So you guys are going to get this more than, obviously, the average person. Anybody can sort of get bullied or get attacked on social media, but public figures obviously have the brunt of it. So my question is, how hard is the temptation, right? And how do you resist not just firing back at some of these people? Obviously, you have to be professional. Yeah. But... Well- it's, it was really hard at first because all we wanted to say was, like, we came here to GNA to do a job. Like, we got hired to do a job. Do you, am I not allowed to provide for my kid? But that would only add more fuel yeah. to it. And I think our people inside Town Square and at GNA, they kind of shielded us from it mm. because it was, it was pretty bad. It was worse, though, for, like, my friends and my girlfriend and my family and stuff to see it because they're like, dude, people are just, like, destroying you. And you just, you're a punching bag. But you can't fire back. Some only from from one of your burner accounts. Right? <laughs> only from the burner. Yeah, account. yeah. yeah. But those yeah. are gone now. <laughs> I don't really need them. Yeah, I tell you, the fire has died down, and I think they like us or something. But the thing is, like, we didn't. We never hated country. It was just all misrepresented. We just weren't exposed right. to much of yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Why don't you start listening to it? It's great. I'm a new country fan, probably four years ago, and I love it. I mean, look, I understand the the, it's an acquired the taste. hardcore country people hate the country now because it's not the country but country music now because it's poppy uh but i i particularly like it i think i've talked about how many times i've talked about florida georgia line on this podcast a few times yeah Yeah. only a hundred so how how different are the fans then versus your fans you know at at fly is it 
Are they similar in their fandom, or are there really stark differences with how they go about telling you guys that they're fans of you? Um, the GNA listeners are extremely vocal. Okay. They're ve- like whereas Fly, there was a lot of listeners, but they are much more passive and sort of understanding. But the GNA Nation will tell it like it is. That's mm. just sort of what they're accustomed to, and so they. But for the most part, though, they've they've definitely either they like us as we approach our two year anniversary in a month or two, or they don't. And if they like us, they're listening. And if they don't, they found something else. And for our fly listeners, there was obviously a transition for them. Every time we're out, you know, broadcasting live somewhere or out and about people say, you know, I never really listen to country, but now I do. Um, so we've we cool. kept a good amount of fly listeners and we hopefully maintain a lot of the GNA listeners as well. But the GNA listeners are very, very passionate. And that was one of the things, though, as I knew, like as ugly as it got on social media about me and Chrissy and everybody else, I was like, at least we're on a radio station where people give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. They actually yeah. care. So if we can win them over, right. this could be like a locomotive. Like this could be a like awesome for yep. ten years yep. because they care. One of the things that scares me about my profession is that it's just dissipating. Well, the it's changing. I know you said that, but it scares the heck out of me. It's changing. It scares me. Well, you get to do more opportunities like this. You'll really, really expand your base. I can't thank you guys. Yeah, well, for this. <laughs> yeah, we'll, this we'll, amazing opportunity. We'll figure out a way. Yeah, later. this is big for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is granite. This counter. This is. <laughs> is this real granite? <laughs> oh yeah, this is the real deal. Okay, it better be for All the right. rent. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going back to the top forty days now. Um, and I know your talk show, so you don't play an abundance of music. That said, I know you used to do night DJ work as well, yeah. right? Yeah. Give me a song that still haunts you to this day. You you were doing Top 40 when and Call I, Me Maybe was at its height. Is that on the list? So well, I was doing Top 40. I was doing the, the Fly Night Show from 96 to 2000, which was like peak TRL. It was Backstreet in <laughs> sure. sync, yeah. Spice Girls, Ricky Martin. But then there was that cool, like that rock stuff that came in. It was Limp Bizkit, yep. Kid Rock, and all that. Um, I don't know about a song that haunts me, but that era definitely stands out. I mean, maybe it's it's probably a, maybe a Spice Girls song or Ricky Martin, Living La Vida. Tell Luka. me what you want. Is that Spicy? Is <laughs> that Spice Girls? Yeah, tell Spice me, Girls. Tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's okay. yours? You got to have one that just drives you nuts, right? It's even just a song you don't like when it comes on the radio. You know what song I can't stand that that is is controversial uh, is um, uh, Baba O'Reilly. Can't stand it. Oh, the... I, I always thought it was The Who. It's not The Who. Um, oh. I got Google. Yeah, there that. you go. That one makes me crazy. Does that come on enough to annoy no, you? No, my college yeah. freshman roommate played it ad nauseum. I'll tell you what, and I so it's I, been ruined for me. I can't hear enough of "Baby, It's Cold Outside." I got to be honest. Really? This is the Who? <laughs> oh, maybe it is. Okay. Yeah. The Who. Yeah. There you go. Bob O'Reilly. It's a very popular song. Hmm. My my all time hated hated song is "Hotel California." Hate it because it's too long, or you just don't like it. It's this dreary, sure, lengthy. Do you like the Eagles at all? No. And right. I think Hotel California is the That's reason why. Good, this is interesting. The all-time hated song. Well, one that just, it comes on and you just, I change it immediately. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You cannot even bear to sit through 10 seconds of it. Like, you guys came up with your so quickly. You would think with all the experience that I had on, 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 on a cheesy pop station, I can't even think of one. This buddy is of mine in high school, uh, for him, it was uh, Guns N' Roses' November Rain. Like, Love that wouldn't song. listen yeah, to it. Like couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah. Hmm. Hotel California is definitely a good one. I don't think I hate it. I mean, we play a, a hell of a lot of Body Like a Back Road on GNA. But I've only Sam got two Hunt. years, a yeah. lot of Sam Hunt. Yeah. Okay. It was crazy. That song kept getting nominated, too, for like like CMAs and CMTs. It felt like that song's been out three or four years. It has been. And I said to him, I interviewed him, and I said, does it feel like it's time for that song to, to, to not be nominated? <laughs> And he didn't like that. Quite. I got it. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> what was the most, what's, what's been the most awkward moment for you in an interview? Not well, that you can't choose that one. It wasn't an awkward moment in an interview, but it was when we got in the same room with Luke Bryan after oh, sure. he knew. Ooh, there's a whole. How did he find out? Luke Bryan's important. Man, oh man, how many people are listening to this podcast right now? Not that many. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. Just give, give, give us the vague was, version. So, 
the the country music community and the relationships that they have with the radio stations is actually real and palpable, and they actually care. They care what the station, the radio stations are doing. So when we came over to GNA from Fly, and there was that talk that we made fun of Luke or hated Luke Bryan, which obviously wasn't true, but it worked its way up the chain, mm-hmm. and it was going to be a detriment to our relationship with Luke Bryan and his people. So true story, and I totally did this wrote an apology letter to Luke like if you can actually believe I had to do this like could you imagine me on fly saying something about Bieber and then like having right. it getting back yeah. to Justin Bieber yeah. Yeah. like hey Biebs I'm really sorry bro <laughs> you know it's just kind of like you know but it does speak to the community of country music doesn't yes, it that's yeah. what I'm saying yeah. so when we it had also the- speaks to like 2018 it's just true. it's yes. totally ridiculous yeah, true. totally really agree so when the opportunity, the first opportunity came when he came to town and we were in all sort of like the same, we were at SPAC, we weren't allowed to be in the same room as him. Did he uh, have you the letter at this point? Yeah. Do you know he if had he read, had gone and read it? That's a good question. We had, we had some confirmation that he had read the letter, that he was okay with everything, but he just felt it was going to be awkward because we were in the same room with the other uh-huh. country radio yeah, yeah. station that may have been So you couldn't really officially clear the air. <laughs> exactly. What does yeah. he care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does exactly. Luke Bryan But care? let me tell you, though, this is the greatest thing, right? So Luke sensed that things were happening, and he's like, hey, man, are those those guys over there? He's like, ah, oh, hell, bring him in. Who cares? This is the greatest thing. I'll never forget this. So we're in a room with about 25 or 30 people. I'm standing there. Are you there. nervous? Are I'm, you? I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, there he is. He's the nicest guy. He's so down to earth and superstar. So He's who would originally superstar. said can't be in the same room? That was sort of, that was like the management. His management. His people. Okay, yes, I they were you. just protecting I, him, protecting everybody. I but see. then, okay. and he wasn't like, he wasn't really making a big deal about it until we were all there. And he saw that sort of people were separated. He's like, oh, hell man, bring him in. So we bring him in. It's a true story. He goes, he talks to what's called the radio room and a few listeners for about 25 minutes. And then on the way out, and I said nothing. I just watched, right? I just watched him. On the way out, he comes up to me. It's just, this is the most incredible thing. And I don't know how, how he knew it was me, but he remembered the letter, the whole thing. He goes, all that other bullshit, man. Don't worry about none of it. And he walked out of the room. And I'm getting chills thinking about it because I'm like, that's Luke fucking Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. why would he, like, I'm a radio DJ, you know, in Albany, New York. Like, he's about to entertain 30,000 people. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm playing his music. That's cool. And, that is. And Chrissy good. was there and she saw it and she got, she's like, oh my God. And you've had. Everything's good. You've had you've had subsequent meetings with him, yeah, yeah. Again this summer, and uh, I mean, but never it's never been brought up. No, but again. but you don't feel like there's anything weird between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope. Now, did you tell that story on the radio? Yes, but yeah. it took me it took me a little while because I, I just I didn't want to rehash it. Like I just didn't want to keep going back there. We had been right. here for almost a year by the time this Luke Bryan thing happened and I just didn't want to rehash it but it was more of a way for me to tell the story about how awesome of the guy mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. not like hey you guys are accepting me yeah <laughs> you know, for sure like, Luke's what a stand up guy you know because he could have kept us all separate but he wanted to be all inclusive it's pretty cool very humbling alright we've 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 done way too much substance so far <laughs> in this segment of what is a, a podcast that is derived out of trying to waste as much time as possible right, right. or no does doubt. that just happen naturally I don't know that we put a lot of effort into it. I think it just maybe is, is organic. Yeah, well, look, accidentally, occasionally, things of substance will slip in, but yeah. we'll try not to let it happen again. No, ever. Uh, so I've got some questions for you here, Brian, because uh, you guys are always kicking around life topics, right? So Sean and I have a lot on our minds, and, and I want you to weigh in on some of this. Okay. Uh, I'm online at Crisp one day, which for those people who are outside the Capital Region, it is, uh, it's a sandwich salad shop. In Loudonville, been there before. Okay. Good, good stuff. Yeah, good salad. It's, it's, I like the salad. salad. Big salad. I'm not a salad guy, as you know. Uh, <laughs> You're not a guy of many things. No, can't you? Don't do soup. I'm a guy of twenty things. Yeah, that's it. All right. He does no <laughs> hot beverages at all. Will not have a cup of coffee, I, I, a cup of tea. You don't do yeah. soup. Doesn't even no. do soup. No. Who doesn't do soup? No. no soup. No salad. That's like a fall perfect lunch, right? I'm, I'm still here, surviving. All right. I'm good. It, you know what? Hot beverages make me thirsty. So even a hot chocolate, after I've had it, and it's delicious at the time, I get very thirsty. So I stay away from it for the most part. 
Interesting. Yeah. You know, like super salad and you go to crisp. <laughs> well, the sandwiches are great. They are. They, are. they have paninis and, and... I've never heard anybody... But even a chicken Caesar salad wrap, I'm good with. The yeah. salad itself, to me, it just doesn't feel like there's... I, I'm a sandwich guy. Yeah. You know? But I have never heard anybody say that they do not like soup. That's me. I just said it. <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. It's mind What about French onion with all the cheese on it? No, see, if I'm going to do a soup, uh, the broccoli cheddar is, is really good. That's good. Good clam chowder. Mm. Nice minestrone. No. Right. Italian wedding soup is okay. Mm. I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to spend the rest of this podcast trying to win you over trying on Trying to convert soup. me? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's going to be right. a little it's bit of a, a lost uphill cause. Battle. That's it. I listen, yeah. you got your yeah. things. All right. So here's, yeah, so I'm at Crisp. Where am I again? I'm at Crisp. And I'm online waiting to place my order. And there's a woman in front of me. And she answers her cell phone. And it goes something like this. Hello? Hello? Hello. Oh, I hate that. Now, I started to think to myself, how many hellos before you give up? Mm-hmm. Because I realized in that moment, it's the third one that annoyed me. But do you need three hellos to make sure there's nobody there or is two enough? And then, and then you see them looking down on their phone and see if the call is, like still, <laughs> is still progressing along. I don't know. If you're my dad, I think the three hello threshold is enough for him to be like, oh, you know, it must be a lost, <laughs> lost call. Like he looks down on his phone. He does this whole freaking routine. It drives me crazy. Followed by a call back to me and because he, he can't shut his phone off. I have more three-minute iPhone phone calls from my father. <laughs> it literally... I I probably have about an hour and a half of just three minutes, three minutes. And it's just him fiddling for his phone in his yeah, pocket sure. or talking to his customers at the barbershop. <laughs> that <or> continuous <laughs> is probably like this podcast. Oh, my yeah. God. But yeah. that's a good point, though. At what point do you realize that there is nobody there? I have an immediate answer. Okay. So if I'm at work and I answer the work phone, yeah. it's one and done. Yes. Hello, you're not there. I hang it up. Yep. Cell phone, it depends on if it's if it registers as someone you know. Versus someone you don't, right? I mean, if I get a call from you, yeah. I'm going to give you an extra hello or two because obviously if you're reaching out to me, it's, there's probably maybe a signal issue if I can't hear you, whatever. Maybe you're, you know, you're just getting into that good service zone or whatever. I'm going to give you a little more leeway. But a, a random number, two. I think two's enough across the board. Yeah. Here's the thing. If, the, if I'm calling you and the connection's bad, I will realize that on my end at some point. I'll call you back. Mm-hmm. Or, hello, hello, not there. You hang up. You then try to call me. Like, hey, I was. did you just mean to call me? You know what I mean? Like, the third one is so yeah. excessive. Well, she she also may have been a little embarrassed, too. You know? she There's nobody there, and she's probably giving it as... She's, she wants to ultimately make that connection. Because, like, you want to give it as many opportunities as possible to be like, you know what? I got, I got Somebody this. Is I got this, me. guys. Yeah. I, I got this. I know this looks. I, I look like I don't know how to use my phone, but let me just try one more hello, <laughs> so I can try to save this. But I think after two, you become very conscious of your surroundings, oh, don't no, you? Because you're like, out. I can't yeah. say right. this third I think hello. To go for the third <laughs> is really gutsy. Older I'll, woman, I'll, I'll give her that much. What's the, do you have a little bit more data on her? I would say between. Uh, it's a wide range. It's. I'm like saying you between fifty and sixty. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, I would, but. Could be in her 50s. Who also answers the phone, could though, while they're in 50s. line waiting to get a salad? That could have been an important call. Do you, Maybe you, that's why she went to the third hello. That could be. That could be. Yeah. A call she was waiting for. She's like, I can't stop saying hello. This is the call I've been waiting for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you made a... You, you brought something up, Shawnee. You said, if I know who's calling, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for a couple of hellos. You actually answer the phone when when something when an unidentified number shows up on your phone. Right? Who does that? Who does that? You well, don't know the number you're picking it up. It depends, because if you are expecting a call, or like like if you if you apply for a job, yeah. Now, now all of a sudden you're in that window where you got to answer. If you've got like an upcoming appointment somewhere or something, then you're you're kind of in that small window where maybe you have to answer. Not necessarily like out of state. Yeah. You know, those you can, those I tend to just block, like cancel them when they call and then block the number. But I guess it depends. Occasionally I have to answer a, a random number. Yeah. yeah. I disagree. I don't even answer if it's the doctor's office. I'm like, those are the people that are going to leave a message and I get the information. There you go. I just don't want to talk to them. They'll leave a voicemail. Always, 100% of the time. Now, I have a problem with other people who leave voicemails. I'll get voicemails from my dad. Now, this is a bad example, but I'll give you a better one in a second. I'll get voicemails from my dad. Christopher, it's your father. Call me back. I see that you called. 
I will call you back. Yep. I don't need right. a voicemail. The time it takes for me to get into my phone, listen to the voicemail, although now thankfully you can even get it on text on your iPhone. But it's just, it's just so unnecessary. Yeah. And I think the other side of it, you've let the phone ring as long as you have for it to go to voicemail. Then you have to get the voicemail message that I've left, plus the woman on the back end telling you if you once you've left your message, hit pound for more options so or whatever. Much, I mean, so what work. is that? I know, I know. Would you auto call your pops back though if he didn't leave that voicemail? Sure. You yeah. would, and I, he knows that. Even if you called me, I, I would at the very least text you back and be like, "Hey, man, I saw that you called." Mm-hmm. What's up? And then you then then we could talk on. So you so to. if you see that you if you've well, like when's the last time you got a voicemail from somebody you know that was of great value? But if Brian calls you and doesn't leave a message, are you, aren't you thinking? Oh, was that a butt dial? Maybe no, did he mean no, that? You, you cannot butt dial. In You're thinking age. it can't be that important because he would have left a message. But you would send a text back before you give it a, a two minute range to see if I left a voicemail. I, when someone calls... I might even buzz you back before you've left the message. Wow. Like, oh, I missed the call. Let me call him back. <laughs> Can I tell you what my dad... Does? This is so funny. My dad <laughs> is so old school. He will leave a voicemail on my cell phone, and he'll say, Brian, if you're there, pick up. <laughs> <laughs> no! That's amazing. Come on, that wins. That is the greatest... That's da- incredible. Brian, <laughs> Brian, if you're there, pick up. Like, this is the little cassette... Right. Yeah. ...in yeah. your living room... Right. You're hearing it ...that I'm watching television, and he's talking to me, <laughs> and I go... And, and I have told him... Ten to, Dad, I can't. I don't hear that in real time. Could you res- imagine if you did though? <laughs> if your if your phone just started playing your yes. voicemail, you're like, oh, that's shit. gonna be the the i the uh, yes, iPhone that's 11. Coming. <laughs> you're <laughs> able to hear voicemails in real time. Please, let's not go yeah. back there. I go, Dad, I can't hear that. He and his response is, I know, <laughs> but yet <laughs> that is that's my dad. He's the greatest. Oh, that's too good. If you're there, pick up. That's yeah. good. So if I'm there, you mean if I'm listening to this? <laughs> right. It's great. Yep. I love that. All right. Uh, so we're going to kill off <laughs> That's the voicemails first eight seconds point. of the three-minute voicemails that I get from him, typically. <laughs> Anyways. If I go back to uh, Crisp, just in the, the spirit of being somewhere where there is both food and drink, uh, where you have to pay for it, have you been through the grocery store or a convenience store Somebody picks up a bottle of water or whatever, some ding-dong. Are they ring-dongs, ding-dongs? What are they called? Sure, ding-dongs. That's where that's what they're yeah, for. Yeah. Ring-dings and ding-dongs. Ding-dongs. Yeah, you kind of combine mm-hmm. them. Bag of cookies, whatever it may be. And before they even get to the register, they're tearing it open. The yep. package, the bottle, whatever it is. Are, are, can we not be three minutes away yeah. from possessing it? And then, like, I've seen people go to the checkout line at Price Chopper and pay for an empty bottle of water. Yeah. I think those those people just scraped up enough money. They hadn't eaten for two weeks. They just scraped up enough money to go grocery be. shopping. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've done that with my kid. Like, if he's like, you know, whining, he wants, I want gummies. I'm like, all right, the gummies. If I Because if I didn't give him the gummies, it's going to be a nightmare Wait, you for avoid everybody. the meltdown. All yeah. Right. See, I, I don't like I've it. Opened, I've, I've gone to, I've like maybe gone to the gym gone to a CVS or something, grabbed a water. I'll take a couple swigs of water before I pay for it. I'm not a horrible person for doing no. that. No, but, well, but it does make you weird. But here's the thing. No. You don't own it yet. CVS still owns it. And I'm sure. not suggesting you're going to get there and not have the money to pay for it, but that the store still owns it until you pay for it. Now, I will say this. The restaurant owns the food, and you and pay you for do. that at the yeah. end. I don't yeah. think there's any etiquette yeah. problem with opening up a bag of cookies. I'm going to have this momentarily. I want a little snack while I'm shopping. It'll make my experience that much more pleasurable. I don't think it makes you weird at all. I don't. I don't know why people always do it, but I don't think it makes you weird. It does happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it does happen a lot. Like You, you, see, you hate it. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand. Not that I hate it. I just struggle to understand it. I know like, a woman who would go to like a Walmart that has everything. They have like you can get chicken and then like go shopping for other stuff. She would get like a bucket of chicken. That's a problem. And bring and then that around. Go through the clothing she, section. Like, she, like, like yeah. while she's going in the clothing section. So right. why is it Chomping okay for chicken. food? You're not going through and like you know what I'm going to buy this shirt. So let me throw it on <laughs> while I walk around the store. That's true. You're not like oh anything yeah. else? Oh yeah, the, yeah. the shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Are you going to pay for that? No, I'm just trying it on, just seeing how it, how it moves. You're like leaning your shoulder over the scanner. You can pretty much just do that for food. You can. But you brought up the point, though, in a restaurant, you don't own it until you pay for it. Because it's food. Yeah. It's different. Food is different. I don't like it. You're not it's going around Walmart. food. Right? Cooked food. Prepared food. It has, it has a shelf life. It's going to exp- the the freshness of it is going to expire very quickly. If you bought right. a toy for your kid, yeah. would you let your kid open the toy and play with the toy before you got to the register? I wouldn't. Right. But I but but I w- I wish he could. I kind of wish he could. I think we I, I think we need to do more of this kind of stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we do. Yeah, let's let's plant that seed. <laughs> yeah, open it, use it, wear it out, eat it all, drink it, and then pay for it. All right. <laughs> we're, we're getting a lot done here today. Oh, yeah. Good about that. Um, is this going to become a recurring podcast again? Is that the idea behind this? I don't know. Okay. Ask Christy. Yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, I don't know why there's a lot of food, drink product in this segment, but there is. Um, this. If, if you went and bought one of these. You uh, realize people can't see this. It's on camera. But the podcast, too? Sure. We're doing the whole thing on camera. It's a video podcast now. Really? Yeah. Okay, great. If, if you went and That would have been bought, great if he never knew that, like you're 12 episodes in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Because who's watching or listening to it back? If you bought a 12-pack, a, a or I think they sell Gatorade in an 8-pack now, the vi- vitamin water is the same way. Yeah. They come in the plastic carrier still. Mm-hmm. So I can't explain it to much younger people but basically it's a it's a six or eight pack yeah. rings yeah. of plastic that you carry by it now when i was a kid it would be everywhere all of them, your parents would tell you before you threw it out it was on the news before you throw this out you have to cut it up because it's killing the sea life everything yeah. mm-hmm. okay I, I haven't heard about this but i went and bought a six or eight pack of vitamin water a couple weeks ago and I went to throw it out, the plastic, after I had put everything in the fridge. And I thought, am I supposed to cut this up now? I haven't heard anything about this. Maybe the fish have gotten wise yeah. to our... To stop eating it. Yeah. yeah. Stop dying in it. Right. Yeah, they yeah. get trapped, so, right? That's yeah, the exactly. idea. Yeah. So there. I thought, hmm, maybe I don't have to cut... But I, yeah. I went the extra step and I... I cut up several regions of it to make sure well, we know that plastic literally never ever goes away right so the only thing that you're doing by cutting it up is is you're putting it into little morsels for them to somehow end up swallowing because not all fish so this is the right thing it. to do it's a horrible thing i don't i think plastic in general i think we need less plastic except we have to keep plastic straws because i hate the new weight straws oh, but that's no. a whole different story i think we need more plastic Here's what, don't need more. Only with this. Only with this. You see this water bottle? See how flimsy they make it? Hear that? Yeah. yeah. Right. You, you want can't a even pick bottle. this up without making some horrible noise. Yeah. <laughs> Look how thin flimsy. that is. And then the top pops off because it's not. Yeah. Like it doesn't squeeze, squeeze it. properly, and the top Look goes. That's not a water yeah. bottle. What is this? Chris, I think I think you're in good conscience. I think you may be, may have done the right thing, but I don't think that solves any of the Earth's problems. To be honest with you. All right. Well, and also, I, I think if it's disposed of properly. Yeah. True. It's not winding up in the ocean. And if you just recycled it, right? I think I think we're all okay. I don't I don't think I recycle I enough. Yeah, enough. I'm with you there. yeah, you there's, went on a kind of preachy plastic thing there. I, I know, and I'm <laughs> terrible. I'm just like, oh, wood. <laughs> there you go. Throw that in there. <laughs> plastic. Yeah, they'll figure it out. I always feel like there's somebody to screw up my screw, well, to, to fix thing. my screw there's up. There's going you know? to be a middleman that may oh, not sure. carry through all the way. Oh, sure. There's so much oversight now. Right. Everything is taken care of. Yes. I thought you were being like wholeheartedly sarcastic. <laughs> oh, like no. somebody actually gives a shit enough. Yeah, right. like, yeah. I think that was legit. You mean they do, though? You think? Oh, no, I was being sarcastic oh, okay. yeah yeah for sure uh are you you're paying attention to we're we're sports people right at the core of us we're sports people are you paying attention to some of major league baseball's off season uh when teams hold introductory press conferences they bring the player up there you've got the general manager you've got the manager uh and they go through this dog and pony show and then then at the end of it all they ask the player to stand up and put on the jersey now, the player has to take off a suit jacket or whatever. He's got a, sh- a shirt and tie on. And then one of the GMs or managers feels like, let me hold this for him so he can put it on as if he's never put on a shirt before in his life. <laughs> it's, it's, 
awful optics. It, it looks you, so you bad every time. You can't. And every time I've held a, a coat for a woman to put on, it gets weird. Like, oh, let me. Uh, can I get the? Like, it's just easier if we do things ourselves Agreed. like that. <laughs> Why is this so difficult to put on a jersey? I have no idea. I don't know. I know. Are the GMs trying to be chivalrous? I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. It's a. It's a video. Yeah. Still photography photo moment. The worst yeah. part right? is the managers too, right? Putting yeah. on the uniform because a player can handle a little bit better, right? I mean, like high school kids. You mean the manager just in general wearing a uniform. Well, that's bad enough. But yeah. at the presser, right. you got like an old man trying to shimmy his way into it. But. It's always awkward bending back behind him to try to find the, the yeah. sleeve hole. So you're saying just hand it to him. Let him yes, do it. just let him put it on. Or just have him wear something. Wear it to the freaking press conference. Why, is it, why does it have to be a ceremonial? Can you imagine if he came out full uniform? Full <laughs> uniform. Spitting seeds and everything. Yes. <laughs> Ready to play. You're Ben third. Get out. Let's go. Why That's can't they good. just hold it up? They don't. Do they put right. it on in other sports? Uh, no, no, basketball, they, they just hold, hold it up. up. Football, there is no jersey yeah, Why are they involved. putting it on? I don't know. Basketball, they do hats, right? Well, that's at the, well, the draft. At the draft. Yeah, but if yeah. you were to like oh, sign like a, a guy, you hold up yeah, the jersey. Yeah, they just kind of hold it. Yeah. It'd be funny if they start putting basketball jerseys on. Football uniforms. Shorts. <laughs> Give them the shorts to put on. <laughs> Suit up. Go ahead. Shooting sleeve. Yeah. Everything. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, Shawnee, over the summer, Bags, you were a best man, right? At which summer? This past summer, didn't you go to Florida for a wedding? Didn't you have to give a best man speech? I did. So I've given a best man speech as well. Have you, Brian? Yeah, a couple times. A couple times. Uh, not to strike any bad chords, but any eulogies? Yep. Okay. Uh, about three years ago. So what's, and that was a dear friend of yours, oh, yeah, right? my best friend, yeah. What, what was more difficult, giving the eulogy or giving a best man speech? I'll tell you what. You would think the eulogy, the best man speeches I've written out word for word, rehearsed them a thousand times, but the eulogy, I... I couldn't even bring myself to write. I'm like, if I can't do this off the top of my head, then I don't deserve to be up here. It was a weird pressure I put on myself. And I, uh, the, the, I was more nervous for the best man speech. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the I best really man was. speech is more difficult too, because yeah. you have to really perform. You have to be funny. Too. Yes. yes. Right. And, and you're, and you're graded. You're graded by the bride. You're graded by the people in attendance. They're expecting, like you said, a performance, a eulogy. Like you could, I mean, unless you just absolutely said the wrong thing, Say everyone's going to nice come things. up to you afterwards yeah. and go, you know, so sorry for your loss. You did great, even if it was off, awful. Right. You will not get a you did great if you screw up a best man toast. No. Right. Like, you will get a get. I can't believe he's your fucking friend. <laughs> right. And you will not get a, you know what, that eulogy? Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have definitely. How did you get? Did you get good marks from your, your best man speech? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I was extremely nervous. Yeah, I prepped it. Very nervous. Mm -hmm. I think it went a little long, but... What do they yeah. say? Five minutes? Ten? You know what? Five it's, minutes tops? It's hard on a best man speech. Like, I, I know I was only a best man once for my brother, and, and mine went too long. There's no doubt. But like How too long? long because you lost them? or too No, too long because I didn't script it in any way. I went a number of different directions. You see people as you're talking, and you realize, oh, I'm going to say something about them. It just, it, now, it, did you go first? Or did the maid of honor? The maid of honor. Usually, the maid of honor goes. I first. I think the maid of honor went first. Yeah, they're supposed yeah. to go first. And I should say this too. Well, I'm the to, but... the mic crapped out. Oh, that's terrible. So it's like cutting in and oh. out during the beginning. You lose all like yeah. momentum, yeah. and then eventually, I just ditch the mic because you have to. The other thing too with the best man toast and speed is that you've had a couple of drinks, so you can get loose. Nobody's yeah. typically having a you know getting wasted before well, the Irish wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually went second because the person sort of emceeing the reception brought us both up and asked us, and she wanted to go for, uh, second. She didn't Boy, want to go first. So you had to set the tone. Yeah. And I, I liked going first better. Okay. Because, you know, then you, you don't have to live up to anything. Right. And if you kill, then you won anyways. Right, exactly. Is, yeah, you know. So you, Yeah. I've so given, we're all saying best man's more yeah, difficult be, than eulogy. Best man, definitely more Yeah, difficult. it's not more probably emotionally difficult, but yeah. in terms of preparation. I mean. and, yeah, exactly. Expectations. Mm -hmm. I had a friend say to me probably five years after I gave his best man toast, like he was still critical of it. <laughs> like years that's later. That's amazing. But that's just because of what his wife, like his wife was like, I can't wait. And I, and I did the classic. 
Now, it was very innocuous. It was very subtle. But I referenced, and I know I shouldn't have done it. I referenced a prior. A, a prior. Ooh. But I referenced a prior in a good way. Yeah, but that's worse. Oh, no, no. You but make her sound good. I know. Well, yes and no. I, I was trying to build him up because of she was kind of a little off. Okay. Not the, was, not the bride. The no, ex. the ex. Yeah. But you just never bring up the ex mm. in any context. Mm. Yeah. Any context. Which, uh, you know, who cares? And he said You're to marrying. me years later, he's like, yeah, she she would bring that up a lot, Brian. Yeah, she hates you. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, really? Like, a lot? yeah, she would bring that up a lot. <laughs> Do you feel like you've wasted um, a sufficient amount of time here? Wait a minute. I thought we got oh. the we got one more thing. Oh, all right. Well, go right ahead. No, because what he's saying is if you don't think so, we have at least one more thing. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> you may pull up this article Before an hour ago. That. Let's do it, yeah. All right, so you had brought this up. This is a woman in Arizona. You remember this news story? Uh, I remembered it when you said it. Yeah. She's accused <laughs> of sending 65,000 text messages, okay, after a first date with this guy she met online. One date. One date. It says, after she met online, she said she thought she met her soulmate. She's 31. She was arrested on suspicion of stalking and harassing. Uh, What's the suspicion? It's a, well, she, she visited the man's home and office while flooding his phone with threatening text messages. She began stalking him shortly after meeting him through a dating website. Wow. And I, there was a text in there that was like, I want to like bathe in your blood and wear your skin or something weird like that. Yeah. People listening, go Google it. It's, yeah. it's really... I, I Here it is. That, oh, what would I do with your blood? I'd want to bathe in it. <laughs> I, my, I'm that, hoping, does that turn you on? That's hot. I would hope <laughs> that that was like at least text number 64,712. Right. Because if that happened in text one through <laughs> 100 even, you're going straight to the authorities and putting a stop to the I madness. I yeah. so. She also went in an anti-Semitic rant and described herself as the new Hitler. And he never blocked Boy. her? That's he, what I'm saying. He I was never right. blocked her? Yeah. Well, I... Read on, because I, I think he physically moved to another state. Yep. I think he changed a phone number. She, she Surveillance footage showed her inside his home while he was out of the country. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> beyond texting. I didn't believe this story. I really didn't. I'm like, there's no way. Like, is there a... There is was there, no way is you there can a, send 65,000 She was taking messages. a bath <laughs> in, in, <laughs> in his blood? <laughs> in his blood. Is there a Yikes. woman attractive enough out there that you could put up with 65,000 text messages? because no, crazy. Crazy is hard, man. Beauty is great, and everyone, you know, uh, like you want an attractive woman, whoever that, however way she's attractive, but fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. Like you can't ever recover no. from that. <laughs> like it'll mess you up so bad. You get the wrong woman who's digging deep into your life, and ah, it's a mess. It's a mess. What's the what's the number? I guess this was over a few months, right? Three yeah, months or something. Uh, yeah, it might have even been six. But six. Yeah. All right, but either way, know. it's right. just thousands. It's just constant texting. Is basically what it is. So, what's what's the max? Do you? I mean, not not to necessarily put a number on it, but like, how much is too much? Like, if if some if a girl is sending a guy a text three times before he responds, maybe spread out over the course of two weeks, that's obsessive. Hey, just checking in. Week later, hey, haven't heard back. Yeah. Hey, where are you? Those are three texts, and you know everything you need to know about this girl. But three. even in a relationship, an established relationship, how much becomes too much? Like in the course of a day? Like your wife, girlfriend, I think three without a response is where you cap any communication, even between friends. Yeah. Am I going to bombard your phone even with text messages if you don't? You know what I mean? I'm gonna, okay, he's probably busy. Yeah. You would never send a third text. Hey, what's no, going on? No. <laughs> like, like, you hey, man, I hope not. <laughs> haven't heard from you in a while. Bri, you there? Bri? <laughs> we had such a great time on that podcast. What and happened? then this? <laughs> Is it something I did? Listen, I know that you... Are you mad at me? <laughs> I mean, if I start getting voicemails from Honorado, then, oh, then, then that's a it. Definitely know that's it. There's a yeah. problem. This is how we end every podcast. We asked our guest... Uh, what they're watching, reading, or listening to. Um, so what's on? Are you Netflixing? Are you reading something right now? Any um, or all. You can give yep. you know, a reading and a watching. Uh, the, the only thing I'm reading is the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary thing. Uh, I'm not reading any books right now. Um, I am watching. I can't get enough Netflix documentaries. I love true crime. Um, what, what's one you've recently watched? 
there was one actually it was it was investigation discovery it wasn't even okay. it wasn't even on Netflix but it was act and it happened out in western New York um, it was like the Rochester area it was a guy who was a serial killer mm. and they interviewed him 30 years after the crime while he's still in prison and to hear this guy talk about like they ask him and I, and I love these questions like what's it like to to kill somebody he's like oh you just you just snapped their neck and Boy. And how do you know? And they, how do you know that he's dead, or how do you know she's dead? They stop fighting, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, man, that's <laughs> like I just intense. I love those uh, types of things. I know I sound like a psychopath. Right no, now. no, true crime. I love true it, crime. There's nothing hotter right now than true crime because of all the docs you find on Netflix. Yeah, all the podcasts that are out there. Right, started with Serial. How many yeah. years ago? Two, three yep. years ago. Did you ever see is? Evil Genius on Netflix? Yes, I I, oh, I enjoyed Evil Genius. That. that was really you got to check that one out. I, yeah. I liked um, that was uh, Erie was that Erie Pennsylvania that was yeah the pizza was? delivery yeah. uh, Ooh. this is crazy I liked, you gotta um, see that one I, I haven't I will I'll put it on my list um, I really liked the Robert Durst on HBO called The Jinx have you seen that no really good it's short like six episodes it's worth it check it out okay. you got big on making a murderer too no, are you back no, out I'm, of it I'm not big on it at all no not you're not. were you all big on making a murderer though one? no no not a fan no, I, didn't, I was obsessed I, really I started I couldn't get into it yeah. really yeah. I thought it gripped you it didn't get you right away no I had a hard time caring yeah about the characters as cold as that sounds. No, it, it, it doesn't. He's a despicable human. You know what I mean? You sure. don't care if he's been wrongly accused. You're like, even if he didn't do this crime, I still don't want him living in my, I don't want him in my neighborhood. Yeah. He's, a, you know, but then. The, then Is make, he out of jail? No, he's still in jail. Okay, so we so, can talk about him like this. Yeah. All so right. like making a murder or two. <laughs> no, he, he, he's so he guilty. He won't come it's, find us. Okay. He's so fucking right. guilty. That he guy. could be listening. That's yeah. true. Yeah. They, I, mean, I hear he's they searching for a iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, who? I wonder what they're saying in the Northeast about me. Yeah. <laughs> he is so right about those voicemails. <laughs> yeah. What's this about three text messages and no returns? <laughs> uh, what are you listening to that isn't country? Um, I love Mumford and Sons. Yeah, I just good. do. I just do. Yeah, they're they're always going to be. And they just had an album out in November. They're coming to the TU Center, I think, in March. Their new album is pretty good. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I, this I was, wish it was more interesting than that, guys. No, Sorry. Sad. This was um, fun. I loved it. It was fun. I enjoyed right. it. Yeah. We're For back. sure. We're back in the saddle. So now where you got back. <laughs> yes. yes. It's the season of giving. Sure. Is this like a Christmas edition one-off? <laughs> Is that what we're still trying to figure out? It feels like it, doesn't okay. it? It could be. With the, the tree behind sure. us. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it feels Christmassy. All right, Bray. Thanks, Thank man. Thank you guys very Thank much. Thank you, sir. My man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. What are you watching, reading, listening to? You know, it's interesting. Don't tell me it's interesting. Just tell me. I'll decide if it's interesting. (laughs) Great. The Holiday Baking Championship on the Food Network. Would you stop? Listen to me. Listen to me. Oh, my God. There was a guy on it named Dan. Okay. Who is from Castleton, has a bakery in East Greenbush. Really? Yeah. Wow. How cool was that? And he went, it's over now. He went went pretty far. Do you know him? Do you know the place? I had driven past it a thousand times. Okay. okay? I said, wait a minute, because we, so we saw it on the first episode, and we said, holy crap, this guy's our neck yeah. of the woods. It's yeah. unbelievable. I, you know, I grew up in Castleton. So uh, we went there, all right, and he was like kind of in the back working on the computer, but a, a woman who was working out front, we talked to her about the show, and when, at that point he was still alive in the competition. So they record it in the summer. Gotcha. And then obviously it airs leading up, you know, in the holiday time. And it was cool that he was, you know, to, to see him and know he was from here and to see him do pretty well. Like he won one of the weeks, like he was number one for that week. Yep. And there's like, there's, they start with like eight, I think. And then they narrow it down to three for the finale. So one a week goes. And he came, he went out, I think, two shows before the finale. So yeah, he so survived a five. few weeks. Yeah, yeah like he okay. did, he did pretty well. Um, they has, might even start has, with has nine the, or ten. Has the product that you sampled. <laughs> so this is funny. All right. It was. We went first time. It was good. Okay. It, it was. It was good. We and we actually had what he had made that week on the show. He made like this espresso, this little espresso cake. Yep. And now, then did you drive there specifically to go to this place? Yeah. It's literally. It's. It's on nine and twenty, and he's, it's like oh. it's literally like not even ten minutes from the apartment. Gotcha. So we're. We were out, but we we did make it a point to go there. Yep. 
Um, and it was, it was good. We had, like I said, what he made on the show. And then we went back again, like a week or two later when he was still alive. And <laughs> we got this cheesecake thing. We were going to go there for lunch. And we walked in right kind of as they were closing. I said, we're not really doing lunch anymore. We said, that's fine because, you know, your baked goods are great, whatever. We'll get this. It was kind of like a cheesecake sort of cupcake thing. Mm -hmm. And so we got one of those. And my girlfriend asked for two forks. We were pretty hungry, too. We were going to, like, eat in the car. So we get in the car. And she reaches in and takes it out. And there was this huge hair, like, draped over the side. And she was so disgusted, obviously, we both were, that we, we couldn't even eat it. You, can't, you couldn't do hair? No. no hair. You can't, you'll pluck a hair off and eat? Come on. No, no. You can't. Like, no. if, you're, if I'm at home and we're eating dinner and, like, my girlfriend's hair you is on the side of the plate, is. fine. Yeah. If you take it off, you eat it. I, don't, I, I think even she wouldn't do that. Yeah. She wouldn't even eat her own. Her own hair. If with her, her own, own hair <laughs> fell into some tomato sauce. I'm, I'm not sure she would. I don't think she would eat it. Wow. Yeah. But this, you just can't. A stranger's yeah. hair. Yeah. And the worst part is we were so hungry and then we were, like, so disgusted. Boy. And then the oh. next week, he like went and got voted off the show. Not for no, not they, they having a hair in his yeah, food. Yeah. And like that's not even obviously his fault or a reflection right. on that. That can happen anywhere. anywhere. You understand that. But man, we went from like so high on that, like oh, this is fun watching him every week, and then we get to go eat at the, his bakery to like, oh, this really sucks now. And then he's lost, and it was just it was really over off the yeah. off the cliff. Heartbreak. What are you okay. Do? All right. So you're watching. Do you watch a lot of Food Network? Um, a little bit, but only like the competitive stuff. Okay. I actually enjoy some of like the competition. Top um, Chef is that Food Network? Top Chef, Iron Chef, what is it? Yeah, that's uh, Iron Chef is on there sometimes. Uh, like Chopped is a yeah, good Chopped. one. Yeah, sure. Um, Cutthroat Kitchen is one that's kind of fun. Have you ever seen that? Where they like they basically have like an auction they start you with like a certain amount of money that's yours and you you bid on on items that you use that you give to other chefs so like it could be like a candle light they have to cook over a candle for 10 minutes while they're instead of using any other heat gotcha. so you use the auction so the thing is you have to survive uh-huh. and then whatever money you have left you get to keep so it's that do I not bid and get stuck with certain things that are going to make this harder? So that's kind of fun yeah, to watch. Okay. Um, I saw Creed too. Yeah, how was that? It's good. It's it's, it's on what you par expect. with Creed One. Right. Yeah. It's not going to win awards. No, it's a good continuation. I think Stallone continues his. He was great in the first. Same one. level of portrayal of Rocky as yep. he did in the first one, okay. and it's really good. All right. Yeah. Uh, you're big. I know you're a Christmas music guy. You switch yeah. over to that pretty early, I don't do. you? Yeah, uh, the day after Thanksgiving yeah, usually. That's I think that's early. Okay. Um. So yeah, I've been listening to that now, and I am reading. I'm also watching the Game of Thrones now because the the last season is in April, so I'm going back from the beginning. I'm on the second season now. That's just impressive. Just man. once in a while, going I back. Know, but but I'm also reading the first Game of Thrones book. Really? Yeah. You want to know? What was different? What was the same? Yeah. Now, I, I've not read any of the books. I love the shows. You know, um, there is not a book to suggest what how this show ends. Correct. Right. So they, my they, understanding the TV is producers have taken it beyond. They're beyond the it. Yeah. yeah. So there's five books right now, and basically out of a plan seven. Everybody keeps waiting. He, these George R. R. Martin has been supposed to release the sixth book in the series for like a long time and it keeps getting delayed and right. delayed and some people are wondering if it'll even ever come out but the producers of the show you know i guess have had discussions with him about where it's going and it's it's supposedly going to have the ending that he has in mind for the okay. show although you wonder if it ends does he then want to do something different mm. with the books i wonder you know you can bet in vegas on who ends up ruling <laughs> who do you think for the for the listeners out there who watch the show, it's, it's one of two people. It's either Jon Snow or uh, Daenerys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you're going with Jon Snow. You want to go Daenerys? I feel like it's too obvious. 
Daenerys is too obvious? Yeah, because yeah, like so you would think that Jon Snow wouldn't want it and that she would she's been after it the whole show. Can't be Jon Snow. And he's like technically the rightful heir now. Yeah. 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 All, All right. right. Um, How about you? I went to see the movie Green Book, which is excellent. Mm-hmm. It should win Best Picture. Now, says <laughs> so a guy who's seen how many other very, the... very, very few movies <laughs> this year. Right. Uh, what I know is that A Star Is Born is getting a lot of hype. I haven't seen it. Have you? No. Um, no. Green Book. I, without having seen A Star Is Born, Green Book is better. I know that. I know that. Uh, it's great. It's Viggo Mortensen. It's Mahershala Ali. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's excellent. So that's... Uh, I watched Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, really good. I like John Krasinski, so it was really good. Um, the problem else? with I'm me with the him. new House of Cards now just started it, so I'm only okay. a couple, couple episodes in. Um, it's not Kevin Spacey, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You watch it, and it, when I watched it, I kept feeling like... I kept going back and forth between, ah, I'm just not into it. And then, like, there'd be a little thing that I'm like, oh. But, and also, you're just so invested in watching the whole rest of the show and you know this is the last season. Right. You have so to, you have to. You have to watch it. But, yeah, as you watch it, and this isn't a spoiler or anything, you watch it, you feel like, boy, something's really missing. Yeah. Oh, I guess the, it's the title character. The lead character. Yeah. 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 Yep. Lead character, right. Um, I've, I've just now kind of gotten into a little bit of Christmas music. It's taken me a while to ramp up. Maybe because I've been so bad about figuring out what I'm buying everybody uh, that I haven't exactly been in the spirit. <laughs> You're pretty much out of time. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it better in 2019 if I'm <laughs> still here. Um, what else? That's really it, man. I've, I've been binging pretty good this month. Cause like I said, I've, I've been doing radio, but not TV. So it's been kind of nice. I, I have a hard time watching John Krasinski and not thinking the office, locking him into the office. No, Isn't that you, weird? You get over it. Did you see his movie, a quiet place? No. See that. It's great. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Yeah. And that's his that's his actual wife in that movie with is, him, right? Uh, uh, Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. Yep. Yeah. And okay. I, I think he directed it as well. Uh, really? I think so. Check, Let's find fact out. check me there. We're, go- we're Googling. I think he did. Uh, it's really good because obviously there's not a lot of speaking in the movie, uh, which, you know, really kicks up the acting. Yeah, that would, make, that would make this podcast better. No speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tried it at the beginning. And You're right. You shot he, that down. He did direct it. Told you. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. All right. Great. So that's that's episode. This is the first episode and the last of 2018. <laughs> How about that? The question is, where do we go from here? In the new year. Yeah. Do we try? Are we lining up guests? Are we bringing this back? I think we should line up some guests. I do, too. All right. We're not going to promise. Do you know anybody interesting? Very few people. Okay, we'll figure it out. I have. I, I know very few people. The real test will be, do we just do one, like, to do one without a guest, like we used to, just to kind of keep it going? Sure. I think we might. Okay. 